Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you beautiful people and welcome back. First, I just want to start by saying a heartfelt thank you. Thank you because the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast continues to be a top 50 podcast according to Apple's podcast rankings, whatever that is, however they figure that out. And it's all because of you. It's because you continue to listen. And not only that, but you are sharing the podcast. You're spreading the word with your friends or family or coworkers or whoever. And I just want to say a deep, sincere thank you. It really does mean the world to me. And I try my best to bring really great information to you each and every week. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Right now we're top 50. And who knows what we'll be in two or three months, three or four months, maybe top 30, top 25. We'll see. And uh, it's all because of you. So thank you so much. Now, let's get into today's episode. <laughs> the title, A Simple Trick to Eat Less Sugar, it easily could have been <laughs> entitled A Stupid Thing That We Do With Sugar, <laughs> because that's what really inspired this episode. So a relative of mine uh, told me, they said, yeah, they were at a in the South. Maybe it's like this all over the place, but we love to have family reunions, especially with you know, COVID being rolled out, or excuse me, the vaccines being rolled out and COVID and the pandemic calming down, family reunions are resuming. And so um, a relative of mine was at a family reunion and there was some, what she thought was delicious banana pudding. And she brought it home uh, to share with her husband who wasn't able to go to the family reunion. And she left it for him in the fridge for those of you who might be from a different part of the country or a different country in general, uh, to you wonderful international listeners, listeners, banana pudding is a very popular uh, traditional dessert in the southeastern United States. Okay, now back to the story. So she brought the banana pudding home, left it in the fridge, in the refrigerator for her husband. And she saw him later that day. And she said, oh, did you find the banana pudding? And he said, yeah. And he said, it really wasn't fit to eat. It wasn't that good. And she said, what? Well, where is it? And he said, well, I ate it. <laughs> and she said, "You wait a minute. You didn't like it. It wasn't any good, but you ate it all? And he said, yeah, it, it, wasn't, it really wasn't that good, but I just ate, I just ate the whole thing. What? Why, why did he do that? Why do we do that? Like what what is what is going on with us? I guarantee right now many of you are nodding your head or you're smiling or laughing because you're like, "Yes, Corey, this that's I've done that more times than I can count." Like I don't know, I start eating some dessert and I'm thinking in my head like it's really not that good and I just keep eating. And I've been guilty too, guys. I have I'm guilty myself. Sometimes I'll be eating a dessert and I'm like, "This really isn't that good to me." And I just take another bite and I'm like, "It's it's not that great. And I take another bite and I, I, I don't know if I'm just thinking it should taste better or if I keep hoping with each and every bite that it will get better. 
But this, guys, is absolute absurdity. Why do we eat desserts that are not that good to us? Well, there's all kinds of biological reasons, the sugar and the way it triggers our brain and all of that. That's, that's great. But we're not going to talk about that today. I want to give you a very, very simple trick that can help you turn away from that, that can help you eat less sugar in those moments when you're having that dessert that you just really don't feel like is that great. And it's something that I call NWI, the acronym NWI. I've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast. This is a fun little tool that Allie, my wife and I use, and it all kind of started, my goodness, 12, 10, 12 years ago. We were at some wedding or some social function. I can't remember, but there were a lot of people around and there was food and we were getting food to, you know, sit down and eat. And one of us had tried one of the dishes and we didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but it really wasn't that good to us. And so we looked at the other one and kind of said, eh, that's NWI, which means not worth it. <laughs> that That's like a code word so that you don't hurt anyone's feelings saying, look, your banana pudding is not worth it to me. It's not that good. It's a code word to basically be like, you know what? This is not worth it to me. This is this is not worth the, the calories. This is not worth the sugar. This is not worth the biological toll it will have on my body. Like, it's just not worth it. So my wife and I use that tool as a kind of code word for each other uh, to understand like which foods were really great and which foods weren't quite as good because we understand each other's taste pretty well. So we use that at like social functions or weddings or whatever. I'm totally giving away our secret. If you see us at a wedding, <laughs> we say NWI, please don't, please don't judge us. But we would use that in those circumstances, but then it really became prevalent in so many ways, just in everyday life and all with, especially with my clients we began to use NWI and my clients began to use and my coaching group began to use this concept of NWI. It's so simple, but it's so powerful and it's so effective. But sometimes it's it's hard for us to judge if we've never really thought of foods as being worth it or not worth it. We just think it's food and I'm just going to eat it and it's dessert and I'm just going to eat it because it's there. So sometimes it's tough to think of like what is and what isn't worth it. So a good way to kind of shift your mindset to better understand this is to think of food as having like a monetary value. So today we're talking about sugar, so let's zone in on dessert. If we think of just like a dessert and it costs, like the dessert you're looking at, it costs $50 or $100. Whatever, you you choose whatever is a substantial amount of money for you. $50, $100, $200. I mean, it needs to be substantial, okay? So a substantial amount of money. And then let's pretend this is the, this is the way that this whole thing plays out. Whatever dessert you're looking at or thinking of eating, it's like you have to buy it for that $50 or $100, but you get a tiny bite, you get a small bite to taste of it and go, okay, yeah, that's worth it. I'll, I'll spend my $50, I'll spend my $100 to eat this dessert. And if you're not willing to spend that money after a small taste, then it's not worth it. <laughs> Because even though, here's, we, we all know, right? Even though the, the dessert itself might not cost that much money, it may not cost you any money, it may be free. So you say, well, Corey, that doesn't help. But no, here's the thing, my friends, it's costing you biological money. It's costing your body health money. That dessert is in some way 
taking a toll on the inside of your body. So free food is not free. Everything you eat costs you something or promotes something. But in the terms of dessert, it costs you something. And so you must decide, is this worth it? And sometimes it is. And it's glorious and delicious and wonderful and amazing. And you're like, I would pay $200 or $300 for this dessert because it's so wonderful. And I would eat as much as I can. And that's fantastic. And you should eat it and enjoy it because it's absolutely worth it. And then other times, it isn't. It's just not worth it. And you should just step away and keep that $50 or $100 in your pocket and save it for the time that the dessert is worth it. Step away. Because if you don't, if you don't do that, and you just go ahead and eat the dessert that really isn't that good to you, and it really isn't worth it, then suddenly you're stuck with a belly full of food that you didn't really enjoy. And there's nothing worse than a belly full of calories that really weren't worth it. And a belly full of calories that you didn't enjoy. Because then you're just sitting there thinking, and I know you've done it. I know you have. You're sitting there thinking, why did I eat all that? What's, why did I do that? I'm miserable now. And it really wasn't even that good. I've heard people say this so many times. My friends, the simple trick is to practice NWI. But here's the thing. NWI doesn't magically happen. It requires us to slow down. (laughs) Slow the bleep down. In almost every area of life, moving too fast is hazardous. Think about it. If you drive your car too fast, you're more likely to have an accident. If you speak too soon and you rush your words, you're more likely to say something that you regret, say something hurtful. And guess what? If you eat too fast, then you're more likely to eat something you regret and to just eat more food than you really want. I talked about this in length in episode 133, just two or three episodes ago. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and check it out. Episode number 133, where I talk about slowing down our the way we eat, you know, intentionally slowing down the speed at which we eat. Because see, here's the thing, guys, with NWI, with any of these things, we have to be able to consciously think through and go, wait a minute, I'm not just scarfing down my dessert, you know, like a, like a Hoover vacuum. We have to slow down enough to actually have the consciousness and awareness to go, hold on, hit the brakes, NWI. Is this worth it to me? Okay, would I take a $100 bill out of my pocket and buy this food or this dessert? Okay, no, I wouldn't. Well, then guess what? I'm not going to eat it. I'm going to have something else or I'm going to have very little of this. Because here's the facts, guys. We're talking specifically about sugar today. Nothing can trigger us to eat faster and faster and faster and faster than sugar. It just has that effect on us. It's kind of hardwired into us biologically, and for some of us, it's more of an issue than others. But you can develop the skill to slow down and recognize this. So see, the simple trick to eat less is to use Mind and Alley's secret weapon, our secret acronym, NWI. But you must slow down first. And if you don't do that, then you're going to fly right by NWI and never get a chance to actually use it. So let's just kind of break this down into some really, really simple steps, okay? The next time you're about to eat dessert, 
unless you already know ahead of time, it's a dessert that you love. And we can use this, you could use this with any food, with any dish, with any meal, but let's just focus on dessert. The next time you're thinking about having dessert or you're looking at different desserts, number one, going into the dessert, just slow down and think, okay, hold on right now. I'm going to do what that crazy food nutrition guy said on the podcast. I'm going to try this out. So going into this, I'm thinking NWI, not worth it. Is it worth it? Is this worth it? Okay. Okay. I've got that in my brain. Now, the next step is whichever dessert you're going to have, or you're thinking about having, try a small bite. Very, very small. I mean, if you're slicing off a piece of cake or a piece of pie or whatever, get such a small amount that it seems really bizarre. (laughs) And then just try it. Try it then that's so key. You're slow. You're moving slow. You have a very small amount on your plate. Next, ask yourself the question. If I had to purchase the full slice or the full piece or the full cookie or whatever, if I had to purchase it, would I buy it with the $50 or $100 or $200? Would I buy this dessert with that money? And if the answer is yes, then you go back and get it and you enjoy it like crazy with zero shame, and you just soak it up and savor every bite. But I still encourage you to eat slowly so that you can truly savor every bite. I've said it before. We don't rush through a massage. We want to savor the massage, to take our time, to enjoy the massage. You don't rush through a day of vacation or or a day at the beach, whatever. You want to savor it and enjoy it and relax. Think of eating your dessert in the same way. So that's the next thing is to, if it's worth it, you get it and you savor it and enjoy it. But if you're not willing to spend that 50 or $100, then in that moment, you say, okay, as odd as this may seem for me or as crazy as it is, I'm not going to eat this dessert right now because it's not worth it because it's costing me health money. It's costing me biological money and I'm not willing to spend that money right now. And then here's what's going to happen. 30 minutes later, Maybe 45 minutes later, if other people, after other people have eaten the dessert and you're going to be sitting there and you're going to think, wow, I really, I'm really so happy about this. Like, I really feel good about this. (laughs) And then later, or maybe the next day, if there's some other dessert that you know you love, well, then you can have it. But you didn't waste a bunch of calories. You're not sitting there with a belly full of calories that you didn't really enjoy. And because there's nothing worse than that. So I hope you'll use this. I hope you'll slow down. Use mine and Allie's secret weapon, the little NWI trick. And if you do, let me know about it. Shoot me a message on Facebook or on Instagram. I always love hearing from you guys. And last but not least, don't forget about the um, two free resources I have that can help you take the next step in your health and weight loss journey. Number one, my free anti-diet class. If you're fed up with crazy extreme diets and you feel like you've always got this little negative voice in your head that haunts you and taunts you and discourages you all the time, then you will love the anti-diet class. You can go to antidietclass.com to register for that. Um, The link is also in the show notes along with this next resource. It's my Catalyst audio program where we kind of pull back the curtain on the diet industry and I explain to you kind of how you've been brainwashed and (laughs) what you've been taught through the typical diet and weight loss industry that's totally backwards and totally screws you up. And again, the link for that and for my anti-diet class is in the show notes for this episode. Now, let's say it together. You are so much more than a number on a little machine that sits in your bathroom. So don't let the scales dictate your headspace or dictate your emotions for the day because you're more than that. 
You're more than a number. You're incredible and beautiful and amazing, okay? That's the first thing. And then the second thing is losing weight. I know you probably want to lose weight. I get it. That's why you're listening to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. But losing weight is about so much more than just losing weight and seeing the number on the scales go down. Losing weight is really about gaining life and living the life that you've always wanted to. And I see people achieve that every week, almost every day of every week in my coaching group and with my other clients. I know you can do it. There's zero doubt in my mind. And even if you have doubts and you don't believe in yourself, it's okay. You can borrow my belief. Keep listening. I'll keep working on you and we will get you there. Now, take care of yourself. Have an amazing week. God bless. Bye-bye.